Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Have to tell you about Dr. Busby and ToeGrips.com. ToeGrips.com with our friend Dr. Busby. She's the greatest. And if you need to get the toe grips for your dog or the Encore Mobility Supplement for your dog, of course, that's the place to go. I mean, Dr. Busby is the best. Luther takes his Encore Mobility Supplement every day for what it's worth, and uh, it helps him out greatly. He's just he's the coolest. Dr. Busby's the coolest. Uh, now, here's the thing. You can go to ToeGrips.com. Here's what I would urge you to do. Go to ToeGrips.com and just check out Dr. Busby's blog. We talk about it all the time. But Dr. Busby's blog is loaded with information. Uh, basically, any question you could ever have about your dog, Dr. Busby has a blog for it. Like this one, pyoderma in dogs, signs, diagnosis, and treatment. No idea what pyoderma is. Apparently, it's a bacterial skin infection. Well, if you need to know about it, boom, kidney failure in your dog. Boom, seven tick-borne diseases in dogs. Boom. Those are all very helpful. They are, because you got to know, especially if you live in a place that's loaded with ticks, as we do. So. Yes. Luther gets them all the time. So anyway, go to ToeGrips.com. Check out Dr. Busby's blog, loaded with info. Check out the Toe Grips. Check out the Encore Mobility Supplement. Do it all, would you? And uh, make sure you use the promo code LUTHER. LUTHER. Uh, when you uh, check out, you'll save 10%. ToeGrips.com. ToeGrips.com. That is the uh, that is the website. Uh, we love Dr. Busby. Check her out. And you don't have to deal with a bunch of damn ads whenever you go read her blog. I just scrolled through her blog. You know what I didn't encounter? A bunch of wasteful ads. So check it out. ToeGrips.com. This is the Josh Innes Show. Howdy hi, everybody. Josh and Jilly and Luther on this Monday. Glad you guys are with us. I have to weigh myself here in a second. I went to the gym today, and today was this rant, like a day where they, they max out at nine rounds. So just the total number of reps you can do at these nine different stations. And I, I mean, I hadn't been there in a while, and I picked a bad day to go back because it beat the shit out of me. And I am feeling pretty uh, beat up today, mixed with the fact that you know I woke up at 4.05 today. Then we went for a walk in the uh, in the uh, heat today. Not so much hot, but muggy. It was a. Uh, it's been a day. Yeah. But glad you guys are with us today. Got lots to get into. Home run derby tonight. Jilly says Albert Pujols plus like twenty four hundred right now. Get in on it. Why not? Right. I mean, because what's the benefit really in betting on like I don't know Pete Alonso to win? There's no value in that. The value exists in taking a shot on the long shot. 
El Hombre. One last go round, baby. Hitting bombs to the moon. I just want to see him beat Kyle Schwarber in the first round because I despise Kyle Schwarber. So we get it, bro. Reasons. Oh, you're fit. You used to be fat. But, oh, I'm fit now. I'm Kyle Schwarber. No, I see the fat guy under that facade, and I know he's there. Go ahead and go strike out 400 more times, you bastard. I Kyle Schwarber, and I, I probably did this last podcast, but Kyle Schwarber embodies everything I hate about modern baseball. Walks, home runs, strikeouts. That's it. Like a 190 hitter, and all he does is bops home runs and strikes out. Whereas a man like Albert should be rewarded tonight for hitting like 300 for his career and not striking out and taking tons of walks. That's what he should be rewarded for tonight. Well, I hope Go, least, Albert. I hope he at least beats him in the first round then for you. Do it for me, Albert. I love you, dog. And to win my $83 on my whatever I put down. That's I all we now. need. Probably like th- 280 or something if Wasn't I had to much. guess. Wasn't, Wasn't much. much. All right, so we got a lot to get into. I got to weigh myself here in a few minutes. But first, here's a great piece of audio. Uh, this is from the Mets-Cubs game last week. So uh, it was a 6 nothing game in the 7th, and these guys in the outfield bleachers at Wrigley started putting together a cup snake. Love when people do that. So basically it was just a giant, long group of cups. I mean, everybody was just stacking these cups, and they made a snake. It's a way better use of time at a baseball game than doing the wave. It's a way better use of time at a baseball game than watching a baseball game, honestly. But uh, So they made a whole thing, and this thing's going down the bleachers. It's pretty badass. So the Mets television broadcast notices this. They send their doofy reporter out uh, to talk with the kid that is the, the ringleader of the Cup Snake crew. Can you uh, explain how the Cup Snake begins? Oh, for sure, Stevie. First off, I want to say hi to my mom, Kelly Johnson, my family, James, Allie, Jim. Love you guys. Basically, the snake starts sixth, seventh inning. Everyone's got a few beverages in. Someone stands up and goes, give me your cups. Give me your cups. You see a snake form up in the beginning. Everyone throws the cups. Now what? Was it the eighth inning? Ninth inning? Seven. Basically the eighth, Steve. Yeah. And it goes all the way up. It goes from the- all the way up, and that's how it forms. Pretty simple. Basically the eighth, Steve, is quite possibly the funniest line ever. I mean, they picked... <laughs> A real winner to interview. Like, they picked the perfect kid. And he is. Like, he's a doof, but he's a funny doof. Basically the eighth, Steve. I love that guy. Like, you were showing me this on Friday. Yep. We were in the drive-thru at Whataburger. Yep. And you're like, hey, watch this kid. And it's like, okay, whatever. He's just a bro. He made a cup snake. And then... Basically the eighth, Steve. <laughs> it's just the ways of Steve, too. Like, like if he just said Steve. basically the eighth, it'd be like, okay, but basically the eighth, Steve. Basically the eighth, Steve. Also at the end of it. He really took his moment and seized it, I feel it's like. Carpe diem, brother. You know, he really made the most of that 20-second TV interview. Carpe diem. And, of course, at the end of it, it was great, too. Like, like it's it's subtle, and you can barely hear it at the end, but after he does all the explanation of making the cup snake, he just drops a... It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Like, it sounds like like Chris Farley giving directions, like, in, in the... Uh, First Wayne's World when Chris Farley is like a security guard standing outside of the arena and he's explaining how that's that the limo belongs to Frank Sharp, head of Sharp Records. And they're going to take that limo and he's going to go through Chicago on his way back to Detroit. Pretty simple, right? Pretty simple. God, this guy rules. And now just because I know you have them and you're probably itching to use them. Yeah. What if yeah. Brock Osweiler was the one making the cup snake? 
All right, let's... And what if the TV broadcast had asked him, hey, Brock, what's going on here? All right, let's see here. Why won't you play confirm? Oh. Did you delete all of my uh, stuff? No, they're all in a folder. Why did you move them? Because I used the desktop. Oh, you bl- Oh, I can't play any of them. Oh, once you move the location, you can't? I guess. I don't know. All my audio's gone. Well, that's stupid. Oh, it's all boo. Here. Boo. It's all here. Boo, Jelly. I was going to play some... I don't know why it went away. I don't know. But yeah, I can't have all those sitting on the desktop. I use this for work. Oh, man. That's how I drag them over into my thing. Well, well hell. I have the cup snake guy, and that's it. I was hoping for Brock's thing without going into too many details. Oh, damn you. See? Damn had that, you. Had that all planned out in my head. Oh, no. Without going into too many details. Well, it sounded good in theory. Yes. Unfortunately, it does not work that way. So uh, I'm ecstatic. Um, anytime you can win a football game in the National Football League, there's no better feeling. And then when you add um, it being a road game, when you add it being a divisional game that was extremely important to, to this team and our, the rest of our season, um, shoot, I, I couldn't be any happier right now. The guy's very happy about his, uh, his cup snake. So now you know. But when the cup snake falls apart, very frustrating. Um, you know, obviously my job as the quarterback of this team is, is to lead this offense to protect the football and to score points, score more points than the opposing team. And uh, today we weren't able to do that. And like I said, I feel like we're very close to exploding as an offense. And I've been saying that it seems like all season long, but it's true. We are, we are three, four plays away from changing multiple football games. And, and so because of that, I don't think we can get discouraged. You can't. There's no time to get discouraged. Steve would have never gotten a word in if he interviewed no. Brock about that cup snake. But, 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 oh, 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 yeah, that's what would have happened. So now we got to find a new place to put that audio so it doesn't disappear. Well, I put it all in a folder for you labeled just audio. Well, I appreciate that, but now none of it will play. So what, do you just have to look, drag it from the folder onto the thing now? I guess. I don't know. Jeez Louise. But let me tell you something. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Hey, Steve, it's pretty simple. Basically the eight, Steve. Anyway, so uh, glad you guys are uh, enjoying the pod. A lot of people have been giving positive feedback. People are looking forward to the football season. Uh, the rebrand is in the works. We're not going to tell you what the name is. We're not going to give you all those details yet. I think we're pretty positive about what it's going to be. We're going to see how it looks on a logo and how it pops and uh, go from there. But we plan on in the uh, early part of uh, September having the full-on rebrand for the pod, which is good. Uh, I think that'll be helpful. It will make things better. People are really enjoying it. People are having fun, leaving lots of positive feedback. And speaking of feedback that people are leaving, so I asked people on Facebook to guess my weight because I'm about to get on the scale because I need to lose some weight. There was one guy, too, who was like, I used to do this professionally at a carnival. You're like 280. I'm like, and then you're a pretty <laughs> shitty guesser because there is no way you well, are 280. Well, Battle did that today. So on the uh, on the show today, he goes, oh, I think you're like 290. Bullshit, I'm 290. He was just trying to make you feel good. Well, no, I, no, I just think he's dumb. Uh, so he didn't know. But I'm looking at some of these. Like Linda Bonifant says 420. That's now don't be a bitch, Linda. Now that's just yeah. Now you're being. I am not 420 pounds. Uh, let's see. Uh, Anthony Warden 326. Jorge Oliveira says tree fitter. 280 pounds in regular. Josh 40 pounds in cock muscle. Thank you, Caesar Barrero. Uh, Michael Bush says 285 or 335. 
either going to be less than expected or if you guess high, you'll be pleased with the lower number. 300 plus says Wendy Langston with like a, a, like a na- like a teeth grinding emoji. John Ott, 335. Tommy Naren says 343 to 347, depending on how much booze you intake over the weekend. Let's see. Eddie Lee says 289. Jose, uh, Jesus Estrella, uh, 315. Ty Levesque, 296. Oh, boy, I appreciate Fred Christopher Layer here, 269. If I weighed 269 pounds, I would run out in the street right now naked. Yeah, there's no chance. Bare-ass naked. There's it's, no way that's happening. It's probably closer to 369. You know what? I think that's, oh, no no doubt, because I'm yeah. guessing somewhere in the 330s. That's my guess. I'm saying guess. 333. All right. Russell uh, Casaboon, Casaboon Jr., 315. John Fitch, 316. C.J. Galdi, 299. Ken Denning Jr., 321. 298 from Chris Cerna. Uh, let's see. Brandon Cooley says 333, parentheses, balls. One biscuit shy at 325, Barry Groening Sr. Uh, John Harris, our buddy, 331. Jason Higgins, a dick, 419. I'm not 419 pounds. Well, let's see. Get on the scale. I know. I got to go out into the other room. I don't have a microphone out in the other room, well, but we'll I can't be able put to it on carpet. You. All right, I can, so I'm going to give this a shot. Do play-by-play right. play here. All right, I'm in my underpants. Is this scale, like, is it uh, calibrated and everything? I think so. Okay. I'm going to give it a shot here. Let me get my, my phone so I can take a picture of the actual mm. weight to post. All right, let's see here. I'm getting on the scale. Here we go. Here Moment we go. of truth. When's the last time you weighed yourself? Five, six months. Let's say it's been a while. Let's see here. I didn't even know we had a scale, to be honest. Well, dun 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 dun. Huh? 336. 336. I wasn't far off with my 333. Here's why I don't feel too bad. Because it is 3.30 in the afternoon. We've already had lunch. That's I've true. had a lot of water. That's true. So I'm probably closer. And then I'm coming off of, you know, some beer drinking. So I'm probably more like 3.31. How you just step on it. Just step on it. I don't know. Just, I mean, I don't know. I think it's like my settings or something. I don't know. Step on the damn thing. How, how much do we think Jilly weighs? Luther, let's go uh, 134. Well, that's accurate, and I know this from my visit to the gynecologist two weeks ago, so I was just making sure the scale was, you know, true to form so that yep. we were getting it What accurate. do you weigh? 140. Jilly weighs 140, Luther. She's like the me of petite ladies. Uh, anyway. So, but, but I can confirm, as Brock would say, that the scale is accurate because I did just get weighed, like, professionally, like, two weeks ago. Well, now we know. I was concerned that you weren't. That it wasn't going to be accurate. Well, you know, sometimes these scales are all over the place. And now it is very, uh, it is very accurate. This is huge news for everybody involved. Isn't that right, Brock? Yes, that is confirmed. So three thirty-six. Now again, if I get on there in the morning, I bet it'll probably be three thirty-two, three thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Did anybody actually guess three thirty-six on the nose? I'm sure somebody in those hundreds of comments did. Let's see, three thirty, three thirty-five. Hugh Santeri Jr. got uh, 335, didn't go over, 331, 333, but I don't think anybody actually said 336 on the nose. A lot of 330s, 335, 326. I do not see one that says three. Nope, I don't see. I mean, I'm scrolling down through all of them. 
357, that's obviously not well, it. 335 then appears to be the winning bid. Now, I have nothing to offer you except love and friendship. Pride. Pride, hey, I mean, Hugh Santeri Jr., as of right now, unless I see another one on here that's different, I think so. Jay Sanders also had 335. More John Cockastan says morbidly obese. Yes, but that's because the fucking body mass index is a farce and you don't want to get me going on the body mass index. It's bullshit. The body mass index wants everybody to be six foot tall, 125 pounds. The oh. body mass index is bullshit. I'm sure we're all obese. I think Luther, like the doggy body mass index had him at obese too. Yes, it did. Yes, that is confirmed. Girl, I guarantee you if we looked at the la- at the body mass index right now for a lady. Yes, that is confirmed. I, do you think you would fall in morbidly obese? No, because again, they told me I wasn't. Like, they did my BMI. All right, let's see. I'm just curious to see where you would fall. BMI calculator for women. How tall are you? 5'8". Five, 5 feet, 8 inches, and you were 140? Yep. All right, here we go. Moment of truth for Jilly. Calculate. Your BMI is 21. You're healthy? See? Oh, it's bullshit. Told You're you. fat. That is such bullshit. How am I the fucking fat one here? You used to weigh like a buck ten. Well, that was like 12 years ago. You weighed a buck ten. That was now, I'm sitting here and I'm ago. Mr. Fat Pants over here that's morbidly obese. I'm not even, I'm obese. I guarantee you my BMI is like 37. I used to be, you know, 25. Now I'm 38. So, you know, that happens. Bullshit. This whole damn thing is bullshit. Well, it's an BMI, outrage. Then. I Mine's going to be over. 40 probably all right let me put that in there Hold 30 on. and above is obese i'm healthy that's bullshit i think ha. that's i think this thing is fixed ha. i think this is fixed all right let's see here i am well six that's women's feet. bmi so you need to look up men's no it isn't it's just nor it's all bmi well that one the, the one link you just clicked said women's bmi if you're uh, over 20 and not pregnant well find it out says what, calculator men okay. and women bmi okay i forgot right. that men can be pregnant now yes they can my bad six foot Three inches, and I weigh what three thirty six now. Yep. All right, let's calculate this this shit. My BMI is forty two, forty one point nine. It just there's a little arrow that says you obese. Thirty Thanks. is the obese cutoff. Oh, but I'd like to know what weight I would have to be to be considered healthy. Well, I think right down there it tells you. Okay, one forty nine to one ninety nine. Fuck you! I haven't weighed one hundred ninety nine pounds since I was in fucking fifth grade. <laughs> Fuck that shit! That's it's absurd. such bullshit. It's bullshit. If I were one hundred ninety nine pounds, I would look sickly. I would look like Mr. Mackey. I'd look like my head was an orange on a toothpick. It'd be gross. Well, again, like with Luther's BMI too. Same thing. Like he weighs i think at the time he was up to like 34 pounds yeah and like they wanted him to weigh 23 like dogs can't just lose 11 pounds no especially when it's a dog like ours who's just a monster so this is well he's uh, muscular too i mean yeah he's kind of fat but he's he's got muscle so i'm looking at this right now so a healthy range for a bmi for a man is 18 and a half to 24.9 like Overweight is too, like, I wonder what, oh, what, how much would I have to weigh to just fall into the overweight category? Probably like 250. There ain't no way my fat ass ever going to be 250. And honestly, I don't want to weigh 250. The, the <laughs> least, like the lowest I've gotten since I moved to Houston the first time when I was doing quick weight loss, I got down to somewhere in the 250s, like 260s. When I met you, I was like 260-ish. And I thought I looked fine, 260-ish. But if I were 260-ish, I think I would still fall into the obese category. Wouldn't I? I think. Maybe. Let me see. I'm going to try that again. So I'm going to, like, let's just say I somehow weighed two, uh, 260, which I don't, you know, think I ever will. But let's just say I did. 
So let's go 260 pounds, which is a pretty solid weight. That would put me at 32.4, and I would still be obese. Like, that's a very wide-ranging thing about being obese. So you mean to tell me I could lose 80 pounds, and it's not like I'm, you know, my 600-pound life. It's not like you have to airlift me out of the fucking house with a forklift and a helicopter or something. They had to airlift you off the floor of the gym today. Okay. That's because I haven't been to the gym in a while, and I was doing these crunches, and my stomach started kind of contracting. And I, if I stood up, my whole stomach would have like collapsed on itself and I would have been bent over into a knot so or balled up. But this is bullshit. I could lose 80 pounds. I get if you're like 700 pounds and you lose 80 pounds, you'd stay in the same category. It's bullshit to be a person that weighs 336 pounds. You could lose 80 pounds, feel good, look good, everything else, and feel very good about yourself, yet somehow you're still fucking obese. Not even overweight. I would be in the obese category. For me, just to get down into the overweight category, I mean, I'm still three pounds spots off from that so just to get to the overweight category if i had to guess let's see here i would probably have to be you're not 16 feet tall no but if i were i would have a 27 inch penis so that would be something all right let's see six foot three and let's say i got down to 235 pounds let's see that would have me that would barely be into yep. the overweight so you have to lose 100 pounds i have to lose 106 <laughs> pounds just to be considered overweight. And that's at the top of the scale in overweight because 29.9 for the uh, BMI, that's overweight. This would have me at 29.3. The BMI is a farce and so are doctors. So is everybody. Honest to God, you wonder why people have eating disorders. You type your shit into like the BMI and you're like a, you feel like shit. Well, except for you. Well, you're healthy. That I'm healthy. You're healthy. I'm over here being a fat fucking lard. And no matter what I do, like, I don't want to lose 100 pounds. Well, see, again, everyone, the thing with me, and like people say this to me all the time, like, oh, you're so skinny. Like, how do you stay so skinny? Like, no, you don't see my stomach. My stomach is where all the weight is. It's pretty simple. Yep. It's where she hides all of it. Yes, that is, that is all confirmed. The, all the beer is. All the it beer is. And- like, you're flabby. But, like, you're able to hide the flab. So yeah. pe- you're skinny fad. I can't wear, like, a tight shirt. If you used to. You used to be able to well, rock. Again, you wore, like, difference. a size zero pants. That's not true. I wore a three. Okay. Um, there's a big difference, though, between being 25 and being 38. Oh, yeah. Basically the eight, Steve. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. Yes, that is confirmed. Um. So, hmm. Like, Lisa and I were over here the other day trying to plan, like, a joint 40th birthday party. Life comes at you fast. It does. Not too fast for me yet, though. I'm still a young whippersnapper who's almost 36. Less than a month away. I am almost 36 years of age. My buddy Matt turned 40 this year. Matt Moscona did. And I text him, like, hey, bro, do you feel any any different? No. Like, you wouldn't, dick. Damn you, Matt. You never feel any different about anything, you monster. That's all you are is a monster. (laughs) So anyway, so 336. No one guessed 336 on the nose, but multiple people guessed 335. So congratulations. I have no prizes for you. Uh, what's the latest with Deshaun Watson? So they're probably going to sue if he gets uh, if he gets suspended for a year. They're probably going to sue, which ultimately... He and the Players Association. Now well, they're saying like possibly we could get the results by the end of this week, but... It doesn't have to be. There's no set timetable. But isn't that the job of the players union to to do that? Like, I I wish my union in fucking Philadelphia would have done more for me than like, hey, we're uh, not going to give you your full salary. We're just going to pay you two weeks. And the union went, 
All right, sounds good to us. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you later. But you weren't being charged with, you know, sexual assault and harassment. And no, which means that I shouldn't, that I, there should be any more reason why I should have gotten know, my damn money. But I'm more so saying it just sounds ridiculous that this guy who has 30 massage chicks can just turn around and then sue the league if they suspend him too but long. You, and I, there was another guy today from the Rams who just got suspended six games for PEDs. Like, yeah, and some, uh, <laughs> you only and, hurt yourself with that one. Like, well, is semen on a woman's ass, is that a performance-enhancing drug? Ridiculous. How does and semen fall? There's a lot of protein in there. If they don't have the decision before training camp, then Deshaun would just go to training camp and play as normal. Yeah, it, well, and I bet you when they appeal, I would imagine they'll be able to play during the appeal. That's would, how appeals yeah, work. Yeah, you would think, right? So, um, but I, again, like I, I was part of a union in Philadelphia, and I remember, they, like, I've told you guys this before, but it applies here. So Rob Cherry, who was, like, the union steward at the station, fucking hated my guts there. Like, he would deliberately leave me off of their year-end reviews. He put all this effort into, you know, playing all these old clips and shit from the year that was. And I had the number one radio show in Philadelphia, and I wasn't even included on it. Like, the guy was a cunt, like most Philly media people are, just a total cunt. So, um... um he was the union guy, never paid a lick of attention to me, fucking hated me, wanted me dead. He's a nobody. Well, the second I got fired, all of a sudden, this guy becomes like my best buddy. Phone's ringing. They're like, hey, we're going to get your money. Oh, yeah, fuck WIP. Okay, cool. So I get on the phone. It's me, my agent, Spike, the union people, like the guy that runs the local CBS radio at the time. That's that guy's name. I forgot his damn name. But he was there, and uh, they were all there on the phone. All I remember is, well, guys, uh, you know, we're trying to get Josh's full, uh, the remainder of his salary, the rest of the contract, which is like, I think like 60 grand and something like that. And, uh, and the, the, uh, WIP people go, well, we're not going to pay that. We will give you two weeks. And they go, all right, well, that sounds like a plan to us. Good talk. Yep, like did. that's literally how it went. Like I at least commend the NFL players association for doing what they're supposed to do. Like we could sit here and look at these guys like they're total scumbags and they are, but like, that's their job. They're like, there's a lawyer that's there to defend people no matter how guilty they look. Somebody had to defend the Manson family. Somebody had to defend Dahmer or or, or Gacy or in the case of uh, in the case of uh, uh, what's his name, uh, the other one, uh, Bundy. He defended himself at one point, but someone's got to defend these people no matter how shitty they are. They have their day in court, and in this case, the Players Association hates the actual owners in the league. They want to get the most they can for their players, so they're going to go out and they're going to defend do they look scummy sure do they give a fuck that they look scummy no absolutely not they're doing their job and their job is to defend the players and get as much out of the league as they can and most of the time the players get bent over by the league anyway because this players union is really just bullshit and they do nothing for them except make them practice a little less and they're happy then they realize the league is bending them over financially and still making all the money and they're billionaires and the players are millionaires but it is their job to defend these guys as shady as that is, it's Rusty Harden's job to defend James Harden in a court of law. We are not James Harden, but rather uh, Deshaun Watson. He's also, you know, boys with Harden too. But like, that's his job. His job is to go out there and he, I guarantee he looks at that evidence and he's like, fuck, this guy's a fucking monster. But it's not my job to pass judgment. It's my job to go out there and say rock and roll. It's my job to go out there and get it done. So someone's got to do it. Um, like, if they, like I, I hate Deshaun. I know we've talked about this a lot. I really dislike him. I think he's a scumbag. Um, I, I don't believe him at all. I think he's a narcissist. I think he is a, a monster. 
I think he's gross. And, and I know the way this thing works. I know a lot of it's based on race. So a lot of black dudes are going to say that they, they think he didn't do anything wrong and nothing in a court of law. And a lot of white folks are going to be just outraged. And I get all that. I don't like the guy. He comes across as just an insane person, just a scary level of narcissist. He truly thinks he's done nothing wrong. He I is. truly believe him when he says, like, I, I don't think I did anything wrong. I know I didn't do anything wrong. Like, okay. I mean, he is a flat narcissist. So... Anyway, uh, but so still never got to trade in that uh, that jersey though. You got me for Christmas a couple years ago. That was the it, worst Christmas gift ever because it took him so long to trade him. The, the jersey exchange like expired. What a shitty Christmas gift I got I you. I know. Now you'll have to get me a Davis Mills red jersey. That's what. That's the. Do they even have Davis Mills jerseys? They've got to sell someone's jersey. Who else would they have? Brandon Cooks. That to me, that would be the only one you could sell. Well, and what's the uh, the one kid uh, who? Uh, the kid they just drafted from LSU. He's a big deal. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, how am I? Oh, how am I drawing a blank on this? I know. I'm picturing him in my head. I hell, I don't even remember. But like, um, but yes, I would imagine they have a Davis Mills oh, jersey. Oh, that's gonna drive me nuts now. Yeah, I I forgot who the hell they Stingley. Oh, that's it. Is it bad that I forgot that they drafted Stingley? <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> like, that's terrible. I'm like, oh, wow, they drafted Stingley? Cool. Yeah. I got to get my mind right. I got to get locked back in. I'm excited. So we were uh, in there see. watching some of the SEC Media Day shit. Like, it's so boring and wasteful, and nothing good usually comes out of it for the most part. But, um, but I, so I don't even think anything interesting happened. I know that uh, yeah. okay, Brian so just Kelly not, talked. Not to cut you off, but when you go to Fanatics and you look at like jerseys, the first one that comes up is in fact Derek Stingley Jr. And then after that, they're like, everything else is personalized. You're like, well, you can put your favorite player on a jersey or well, your own name. There is a Davis Mills jersey. And Tavier Thomas. Okay. You can still get your Deshaun Watson jerseys. They better be on sale. Well, the ones that are normally 120 are on sale for 47. Yeah. Which still seems a bit much. Like, do you really want a Deshaun Watson jersey that bad? No. Not you, but I'm talking about in in theory that you'd spend like, hey, I want a jersey. I want one so bad that I'll buy a Deshaun Watson jersey for $40. Or I guess the fun part would be to buy that for as cheap as it gets and then do the, the whole put the tape over the back and like create a new name on the back. Creeper. Yep. Hey, it's me, Creeper. Like, or or like the last name will be like like coming, and then the four, and then the the at the bottom of it you could put massage therapist. I mean, this is a pretty good deal. You can buy a woman's JJ Watt Houston Texans Nike red jersey for thirty nine ninety. Oh, that's a fucking great deal because JJ Watt's a legend. Yeah. You can wear that thing forever. That's a steal. That is. Do they have your size? I don't know. I mean, that's a huge get because I know that they he doesn't do. play there now. I think you should just order that bitch right now. I know. I that's think a you should get deal. that some bitch right now. Forty dollars for a JJ Watt special? That dude is the greatest Texan ever. And as far as we know, has not ejaculated on forty some odd massage therapists. So yeah. he seems like a decent guy. It's normally a hundred dollars. You can get it for thirty nine ninety nine just I don't think it's that really soft one like the Deshaun one you've gotten it. 
Let's see. But it's no, still it's a not. Good deal, dude. That's a killer deal. I know. I mean, you might as well. <laughs> I mean, you don't pass that kind of deal, or you can look on electronicbay.com and see what people have there too. But that's a good get to start the season. I know, and it's red. I've wanted the red Texans jersey. I think that's a solid move on your part. I like that one. Mm-hmm. So I think you should get it because that'll last you forever. Deshaun, obviously, no one's ever going to want to wear a Deshaun Watson jersey again. But like, where does Watt play now? Is he still Arizona. with the Arizona? I don't know if he'd gotten traded or quit or anything yet. So Watt still plays in Arizona. Yeah, he'll play there for two or three years or whatever it is, but that's not going to change the fact that he is Mr. Houston. He's Captain America. He's Captain Texas, and he'll be there forever, and he puts in 50,000 people like, for a celebrity softball game. He's a god. The women's Deshaun Watson jersey is $48, but the J.J. Watt one is 39 Like, I almost find it to be somewhat offensive that they even sell a women's Deshaun Watson jersey. Very. Like, it's kind of like, guys, read the room. This guy was air-humping and jizzing on, like, 40-something women oh, who did not is want it. Is this the one that I liked? The... Is it the Nike Legends one? Uh, I think it's called, is it Legends or is it, yeah. Le- yeah. They have that one for 32. Well, would you let me see that. In what? Yeah. Jilly, I'm I'm telling you right now. But it's you, only in small. I don't know if my fat stomach can fit in this small. I really think it's worth a shot. Well, what's that Camaro one I have? That's a medium, isn't it? I'm not sure. We'll have to try Hold that on. Let me go look. All right, Jilly, this is big yeah, news. I this, this And if you're going to order something, order me something too. My birthday's coming up. I need new gear. And I don't know what fits. I'm wearing an old Texan shirt right now. I'm too damn fat, Luther. Can you believe this? I'm huge. Yes, that is confirmed. Thank you. Um, so we'll see. So you've got the, and it's in that same material. Wow. Thank God for finding this. This is a miracle, Luther. Luther, this is a miracle for your mom. Huge news. Huge. Let me see. And that's also not that. Oh, it is that kind of jersey. I think that's a woman's jersey. Here, put that on. Let's see. All right, Jilly, you guys can't see this, obviously, but Jilly is giving a sensual fashion show right now. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just taken your top off. I'm the only one that will see. Luther, avert your eyes. Your mother's tits are about to be. Oh, see? I think that fits. Does that fit? This is a women's. I don't know. I think that's a women's. That would not be a man. Look at the way the shoulders and everything are. That is a women's jersey. That is not. Find me a man that would fit in that fucking jersey. It's a Okay, that'd be a very small man. That's the Legends one. I think you should get that. That's It's worth the shot. You could lose. It, listen, when I start losing weight, you start losing weight. Before you know it, you'll drop 10 pounds. $32. Well, that's a deal. Hey, don't order it yet. I want to see what they got for me on, on there. Yep, yep that's the one. one. That's a good-looking well, jersey. Gone, so I have to order it quickly. All right, so anyway. Uh, other stuff going on. So we got the home run derby tonight. Your mom, Luther, she's trying to win a bunch of uh, of cash on Albert Pujols. He's the greatest. I'll be excited to watch him. Hopefully he beats Kyle Schwarber because I hate Kyle Schwarber. Uh, also, so here's a story that I need to get your thoughts on, Jelly. This is an interesting one. It's a what you might call a, a, a moral dilemma, a quandary, as it were. But here's the story. A 25-year-old man, his name was Joshua Murray, A man called Joshua Murray in Connecticut. 25-year-old guy named Joshua Murray was at a family dollar store near New Haven, Connecticut on Saturday when two women walked in. Joshua decided to hold the door for him because he's a nice man. He's chivalrous. He says, listen here, ladies, chivalry, not dead. So he holds the door like a man does. Well, 
the women did not thank him for holding the door because women have all this hubris about them now and they're pretty much assholes so if a man holds the door for them uh, they feel like they don't have to say thank you they're just entitled to have the door opened for them well, Joshua Murray, our friend here in New Haven, Connecticut at the Family Dollar, did not take too kindly to these women not thanking him for opening the door. So what did he do? He pulled a gun. He pointed at them but did not fire any shots. No one was hurt. Cops tracked him down a half mile away. They arrested him for breach of peace and resisting arrest. He also didn't have a permit for the gun, so they tacked on a charge of carrying a pistol without a permit, which is a felony. Let's see what this guy looks up. Wow, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm surprised by this. That's a black guy. I would like, that sounded like kind of a white hillbilly crime almost. It did. It really did. Like, I'm really floored by this. This is a black guy with like Coolio wacky, like, like dreads kind of popping out and stuff. Now, this, I've already, I, I did this story. I talked about this on my show today earlier. Yep. And I compared it to like, I understand his rage. Yep. Because it's kind of like when you let somebody over in traffic and then they don't give you the courtesy wave. Yep. You just get really angry, at yep. least I do. Yep. Now, I don't chase them down and try to run them off the road or anything. No, but some people here do because Tennessee drivers are fucking insane. I think we're the fifth in this country for road rage in Tennessee. I'm not shocked. All these, like, we, we dealt with it. Yeah. We could have dealt with it again when that, old, that little girl fucking uh, rear-ended us, but we were cool Oh, about we didn't it. even talk about that. Yeah, we didn't talk about that on here? I don't think we did. We might have done that on that drunk pod we did. Maybe. But yeah, the, the girl rear-ended us. And, oh, here's what happened in that story. So we're sitting there at a red light, you know, and this girl just rams into us. This car rams into the back of us. I mean, she hit pretty hard. Cause, like, it made me jump. I hit my head. The fucking, all the visors were down. Luckily, Luther wasn't in the car because it was enough force where he could have went flying. But let me tell you the first thing that Jilly said after this girl hit us. She goes, See, if you would have been in the lane that was moving, yeah. this wouldn't have been a fucking problem. We wouldn't have got hit. I'm like, we literally just got rear-ended by someone. We're, I mean, who knows what could have happened, and you're bitching at me because I happened to be in a lane because that wasn't moving. Because you were moving. sitting there on your phone. Yes, but it was, that's not why I didn't get over. Yes, it is. No, it wasn't. There we was, had an exit. We had to turn right in like less than a, like 2.2 of a mile, and you're still sitting in the left lane just because it was not moving because you had to send a text. Well, here's the thing. I'm I, I'm getting bitched at. For, like, basically... Uh, and we found out after we pulled off over into a, a bank that uh, that this was like some little teenage girl and she was driving her dad's car and we felt bad well, for her. Well, she was really nice about it, too. She was very responsible, which I appreciated. So and, I, I felt bad. And even though my trunk now probably doesn't work and the bumper may fall off, I just couldn't do it to no, her. No, and uh, by the way, if our car was nice then maybe we'd do the whole insurance thing. Our car's a piece of shit. It's more yeah. costly for us to be involved with some insurance shit than just Correct. say whatever. But as is usually the case... Somehow, this girl rear-ending us became uh, like some sort of statement about what I wasn't doing. Even though it's not like I rear-ended <laughs> them because I was on my phone or something else. If it were my fault, fine. But this chick slammed into the back of us. And the first thing Jilly said was, Damn it! Why did you? Why weren't you in the other lane? Shouldn't have been there. I mean, it was ridiculous. Why weren't you in the first yes, lane? Yes, that is confirmed. Why? So, uh, but yes, that was a couple of weeks ago. And um, she was a nice girl. Like we, after we left her, we saw her mom pull up. Mom like, was not happy. Uh, she, I get it, but I mean, our car. I mean, our car's a piece of shit. Well, that's why I kind of wish I would have stayed there till her mom got there to be like, okay, like it's fine. I promise. Like, 
It's like you cool. want to see our car? It's a piece of shit. I don't care. It really is. Now guys. I didn't even notice to see like what the damage was on their car either. So maybe that's why mom was pissed. Because okay. she she rammed into it pretty hard. Now back to the the story about our our fella who uh, pulled a gun on these ladies who didn't thank him for holding the door. I get the rage. I'm on his side because I like as a man. There is that responsibility. Like like when you're walking into the J.C. Penny or the Sears and Roebuck store and you're at the door, if a woman is even within like eye shot of you, you have to hold the door. Like if she's like even like you're at the door, she's just by like the last car in the row and she's about to cross the street to get to the sidewalk to get to the entrance. You have to stand there and hold it. And if that woman doesn't tell you thank you. I understand his problem with that, and I, you know what? I think it was justified. I'm on his side. I don't know if the gun part was justified, justified. but I get where he's angry. That'll teach these ladies. Here's the problem we're dealing with now, Jilly, and you know this because you're a woman. Women are very cocksure now, and women think that they're invincible, and they think it's just understood that men are supposed to hold the door, and men are supposed to do everything. What have we talked about this whole door-holding situation before? Women never hold the door for men. And it's not just because it's chivalry. That's it's just common courtesy. Oh, I never see it. I, I, I Never done seen it. it. Like, I've seen a hundred of people. Like, okay. Yeah. Good. You've done it. I'm talking about just jamoke ass no. women out there in the streets. It's not even, I don't think it's like a, a, a gender thing. I think I people do. hold the door for people. Doesn't I do. Matter. I think women, based on 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 old school gender norms, feel like they're not responsible for holding the door for a man. No, but I just think people hold the door for other people. I don't see women doing it. I do. I don't. And I see women. And I when I see them, I'll tell you what I see. Bitches that well, don't hold the door. They probably don't hold the door for you because you take forever to walk somewhere. That's that's not. Sometimes no. you're waddling and you're like, okay, Tubby. Oh, oh, here's what I'll tell those bitches. I'd say, <laughs> you get your ass in the nine round and max out today. And you, you see if you're waddling, heifer. <laughs> but still, women have this understanding that they don't have, like that men are supposed to do certain things and women are not. And I blame Title IX for the most part. And mm. I blame this documentary about Title IX. And, uh, and I blame abortions and I blame all this women's power shit because women have this idea that they don't have to do nice things for men, but men are still supposed to do everything for them. Like it's my fucking fault. I'm born with a very small penis, arguably clitoris sized penis. And I'm somehow I'm supposed to do everything for women yet. No one's supposed to just hold the door for me. And by the way, I'm not even talking about holding it wide open to let me walk through. I'm talking about walking behind some woman. She opens the door first and like, you're kind of walking in behind her. She could give you that courtesy, like nudge of the door with her foot or with her back hand there just to let her know hey or let me know like hey bro i got you i respect you i feel i view it as a sign of disrespect and if these women would have gotten plugged honestly i would have been on that guy's side no, i would have defended i would have i would have okay. i would have said you know what i'm on your side joshua I feel you, dog, because bitches be out of control right now, and these women think they can just do anything because of all this bullshit in the world right now, and men are under attack. Yes, that is confirmed. Thank you. Do you want the um, Texan shirt that says number one dad? I mean, that'd be funny, I guess, but no. Well, no, they have I... a good selection of 4XL. Well, this is good. Are there any Nike things, or is it all just uh, other stuff? A lot of the Fanatics brand. Okay. Which are usually, I mean, they're hit or miss. Okay. But there's some cool ones. Like, this one's got the state of Texas on it. Well, I like the state of Texas. It's a solid See? place that I enjoy very much. Oh, that is a kind of cool shirt. I'll have to look here in a little bit after uh, the pod's There's no over. time. The shirt jersey's going to sell out, Josh, and I'm not missing this deal. That's a hell of a deal you're getting there, so I, I, I'm with you on so that one. So you need to look. Also, one more story before we get out of here. I saw but you this. could only look at Texan stuff because I might have already ordered you some birthday things. Oh, thanks. So you can't go looking at other. This is Texans only. Does it come in obese size? 
Does it come in BMI 41.9 size? <laughs> These are all 4XLs that I'm looking at. 57% of those surveyed think traditional office clothes will eventually be phased out. I think they pretty much already are. 23% think it's already happening. Well, I would fall into that category. 2,000 people were asked to name the most inappropriate things you can wear to work, and the lists are different for men and women. So for men... Gym clothes falls on the list. Well, that's what you wear every day. Cycling gear. Who the fuck wears cycling gear? Does some guy like like ride his bicycle to work and wear his Lycra shorts into work and a helmet? Maybe. Uh, flip-flops. You wear those too every day. Overalls. No. And Crocs. Crocs are stupid. Casual- People claim they're the most comfortable shoes ever. They're not. They're, I cannot get no, behind they the suck. Crocs. Casual t-shirts, short shorts, and Christmas sweaters also made the list. Uh, for women... Gym clothes also falls into that list. Any top that looks too much like a bra, crop tops, Crocs, and also flip-flops. Hot pants also made the list. Who the fuck is wearing hot pants? Is this 1978? It's like, hey, everybody, we're going to the roller rink to have a roller boogie. I got my hot pants on and up. Let's go. But here's the thing, and here's what I would tell anybody that would bitch at me for wearing gym clothes to work. I, at least as of today... Went straight to the gym from work. That's number one. Number two, when I leave work, I'm usually leaving work before anybody else gets to work. Well, also, you don't have a typical job. Correct. I think this, this story more so applies like if you're working in an office and you're working, you know, in a respectable business atmosphere. Fine. But like that time when I wasn't doing radio and I worked for the nail place in, in Philly. Yep. Like I didn't know what to do. Well, I was very confused. See, I don't like wearing fancy clothes and nice things. That's not how I operate. I put on my gym shorts and flip flops most days. And I'll tell you this, when your asses get up at 4.05 in the morning and go to your job, you can wear whatever the fuck you want to. I've earned the right to dress like a slob because I get there before anybody else is there. There was a stretch when you first started, you know, uh, your internship, quote unquote, at 97.5. Yeah. Uh, where you were like, I'm going to wear jeans every day and I'm going to look presentable. Well, I did that for a good bit. And I, if I were doing afternoons, I think I'd be different about it. And if we were in a building in which people were in the building, I might do it. But no one's there. It's me, battle, and all the fucking dudes doing construction. Yeah. That's it. And the air barely works. Well, it's I'm nasty. I'm so. not blaming you at all. But like, if we were in a nicer building or I was there when other people were there or I wasn't just going straight to the gym, I'd throw on some jeans and something. That's fine. I mean, it's nice to look nice. Dude, I told you this. When I first got that job in in Houston, dad took me to fucking men's warehouse and loaded me up with bla- a blazer, a sport coat, slacks, shoes, dress shirts, neckties, all that shit and said, Josh, you're going to look GQ your first day of work. My ass showed up there and everybody was wearing khaki shorts and polo shirts and I'm up there dressed like I'm trying to collect, my, like sell Bibles or insurance to people door to door. So, and ever since that day, I've said, I ain't doing that shit. That's the perk about being, you know, in this profession. I don't have to dress all fancy. I have no one to impress and kiss my grits. But uh, anyway, who do I need to tell them about? Aqueduct Plumbing. Aqueduct Plumbing Company. That is Billy and his sister, Mary. And, of course, they are in the plumbing business. And uh, you can call them, 281-488-6238, 281-488-6238. Repipes, leak detection, camera inspection, plumbing fixtures, water heaters, tankless water heaters, water filters. Uh, they'll get you taken care of there. They are awesome. And uh, they're the best in town. So why don't you reach out to them if you need any plumbing work done, and they will get you squared away. 281-488-6238, 281-488-6238. Aqueductplumbingcompany.com. 
They are at your disposal. Go by and see them. I guess one more story. So last night we ordered pizza. And normally we order pizza from Marco's because it's the best. Yeah. But for some reason, the app wasn't working. It kept telling me like the store that our delivery store was, was not delivering. It might have been because they had no one to work. Could have been. But I don't have the Marco's app. I have the Domino's and Pizza Hut app. So I said, I'm ordering Domino's. So I ordered Domino's and, you know, you follow the tracker on your phone. Like, oh, Billy is preparing your pizza and it's in the oven. Oh, it's done. Now it's being to the store. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm following it. But at one point it said complete and delivered and left a time. And I'm like, well, I don't And then you still waited an hour to call. I was like, well, I don't know. I, I, I thought maybe the, uh, the app was wrong. The app's never wrong. Not the pizza tracker. So I waited about an hour and then I called because I hate calling people. And I'm like, listen, we ordered this pizza and it didn't come. Well, did you guys check the porch? Like, yes, asshole. I checked the fucking porch. I marked on the thing, leave on the porch because I don't want to talk to you fucking people. So uh, I look out there. I even looked on our back porch, our little thing out there, nothing there. So they say, all right, well, we'll send you two new ones. All right, fine. 30 minutes later, so we're about an hour and a half, hour and 40 into this whole process, they bring two new pizzas. I'm like, all right, two new pizzas. Very nice. Not as good as Marco's. No, but we had them. 30 minutes into that, there's another knock on the door, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I had to put a shirt on. I'm not going to answer the door, you know, shirtless. Put a shirt on. I answer the door. And there's a guy standing there. Well, Jilly kind of looked out the window and she goes, I think they delivered two more pizzas. Because well, the guy had the pizza boxes in his hand. So he's standing there with these pizzas in his hand. And I'm like, hello. He goes, I have your pizzas. And I'm fairly certain it's the guy from across the street. But I just don't know really anybody in the neighborhood that well. Because you try not to look at everybody. Like every time we walk, Luther, people say hi to us all the time. And you just never say hi back. That's not true. I do. I say, hey, how are you? I do that all the time. Or you never, you're never the first one to say hi. Like they'll look right at you. Because you speak for us. You're our representation. So then, like having two people say hi, that's that's stupid. One person speaks for the unit. You speak for us. But you walk with your head down so as to never make eye contact with any of the neighbors. No, I walk with my head down just because that's how I walk. You just don't want to have to say hello. Fine, Jilly, you caught me. I don't want to talk to the people in the neighborhood. Sue me. But I always say, hey, how are you? Like, I'm not a dick. But anyway. So I'm I mean, not sh- what the little kid who's like three waved to you the other day and you ignored him. No, I, that is not true. Yes, it that is. That is not true. He waved. That is not true at and all. Yes, mom, that is confirmed. That is not true. Yes, that is not. But and it I even said, I told you, I'm like that kid just waved to you. I don't remember. And this. he's so cute. But if like, I don't remember it, it didn't happen. Uh, but anyway, so um, the guy, I'm fairly certain he's the guy from across the street, and he hands me the pizzas. He goes, "Yeah, they left these pizzas on the porch." I was like, "Well, how long were they there? About an hour and a half." Like, oh, cool. And I'm like, well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. And Jilly from the living room goes, hey, ask him if he wants some of the pizza. Well, I mean, we had all this extra pizza. I was like, like you want him? But, like, and then I did, not thinking like, <laughs> oh, by the way, this pizza's been out on his fucking porch for two hours. That the, the pizza was done two hours ago. It was on his porch sitting outside for an hour and a half. And I go, hey, bud, you want to have some? And he goes, no. <laughs> and then walked away. <laughs> I'm like, and then afterwards I go, oh, fuck, I look like a total putz, didn't I? Well, I can't figure him out either. I'm trying to figure out if he likes you or not, because he used to be way more talkative when we first moved here. This isn't the guy that told us about, you know, the suspicious activity. That's Brian. Yeah, no, he talks us all the time. But no, this guy, like, he used to be more talkative, and him and his wife. And now, like, they don't really talk to us much, so I'm wondering if they found out that you're on the radio and they don't like you on the radio. Well, first of all, every redneck likes me on the radio, for the most part. 
I am Mr. Redneck. That's why I couldn't get on the radio today and bitch about the fireworks that people are shooting off at 5 in the afternoon. Pointless, by the way. I can't do that because I'd run off 80% of my audience. They'd all be on there like, wait a minute, brother. You mean to tell me you got a problem with me shooting off my fireworks at 5 in the afternoon? What? Why don't you just go be one of them Hollywood pedophiles then? Ooh, not Hollywood pedophiles. That was a weird timing, <laughs> but the uh, our mini Yahtzee championship belt is shipped. Speaking of championship belts, so somebody made a suggestion. I don't know. He said he was listening to the podcast. I'm not sure if it was the podcast, like the personal podcast, or the podcast of the uh, Josh Ennis show on the radio. But he made the suggestion of doing a, a Josh Ennis suicide league, suicide pool. And if we were to do that on the um, here on the pod, then what we could do is maybe get like a grand prize at the end of it with like a gift card somewhere, and then maybe a championship belt, That's, cheap version like you ordered for us. Okay, it wasn't cheap; it was fifty dollars. <laughs> okay, well, most of those things are like three, four hundred bucks. This is they? also a mini, so it's not a full-on belt. Okay, well then maybe that's what we do: is someone gets to win the uh, the Josh Ennis show, well, what soon to be different named show, uh, they get a championship belt for the suicide pool because like a suicide pool to me is better than say like fantasy. fantasy football. Like I think they're gonna make me play fantasy football at the station as part of a deal with like DraftKings, and I was like Jonathan. Can you do my rosters for me? He's like, yeah, I like doing that shit. I'm like, I don't because I'm not a child. I gamble and I have a problem, but I'm certainly not going to sit there and spend my time building a goddamn fantasy roster. So I just don't like fantasy football. So he's like, well, we might do a league. Like, great, do a league. Do the shit for me, kid. But um, if we do a suicide pool, that's simple. It's just like, oh, hey, by the way, pick whatever team you think is going to win this week. I'm and if you don't, you're you out. You can still call it that. Most people don't. I think they call it like a knockout pool or something. But I say suicide because I think if you put suicide on a belt, they'd be like, no, we can't make this. Well, we'll put well, we'll put knockout on that. Then <laughs> whatever. I don't care. We'll this come up with a clever now. name. But uh, but yeah, I think that we could probably do that. That would be fun. It would be interactive for the kiddos. I still need to get our big uh, whiteboard in here too. For our bets, yeah, yeah, we'll work on Wish that. Wish we too. had one now. We could start your weight loss on there. Well, well, just remember three thirty-six. Now let's see, how much do you think I could lose this week? Because I'm trying to eat. Like, now, I, now, full disclosure, I did make a dozen cupcakes on Friday. You did. Full disclosure, still have like five of them left. Yep, and you're not going to waste them. Full disclosure, ain't no fucking way I'm wasting them. But it's all about moderation. Uh, so I'm thinking, and it's also it's becoming tougher to drink water since they took our fucking water away at the radio station. But anyway, I'm like I can drop five or six pounds this week. I believe I can get down because keep in mind I probably actually weigh like three thirty two, not three thirty six. I think you've got to stop having second dinner and ice cream runs every night. That might help. That's a good point, Jelly. Strong point. Because you're like, yeah, we're gonna eat better, and we grill something, and it's like, like we're gonna do steaks tonight, right? Little yep. mashed potatoes and steak. Yeah. But then what'll happen is an hour later, you're like, all right, let's go get ice cream, and then you get nuggets and ice cream, and then you get fries and nuggets and ice cream. It's called a meal. Julie. And before you know it, you've had two dinners. That's called the dinner time bang bang. Yeah. So it defeats the purpose of the lean, healthier meal. All right. Well, 3.36. I, I'll be under 3.30 by the end of this week, and I'm going to the gym every day. The key is also at lunch. Like, tomorrow we're going to lunch. I got to eat better at lunch. So uh, today I had, a, I had like, a, a salad from, uh, or a burrito bowl, technically, but it's basically a salad. Yeah, and from your, yours aren't really very... There's nothing in them. It's lettuce, rice, and beans, and pork. Yeah, you don't get the cheese and the sour cream and stuff. So So we'll see. I'll be under 3.30 by the end of this week. You watch. All right. You watch. Anyway, all right. 
we're getting out of here, guys. We love you. We'll see you later.